I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Sans Pants Radio, Australia's most biased podcast network. Welcome to How Goods Footy, a weekly AFL podcast where we ask the most important sporting question of all. I'm Carney. I'm Tom. And I'm Dusha. Boys, how good's footy? Sean, shut the fuck up. That's how it is this week. I'm sick of it. I don't want to hear about footy. Uh, to be honest, I was hoping that Zoom got locked down this week so I didn't have to do this fucking podcast. That's how I feel about footy this week. Yeah. I was I was thinking about it before we sat down. I was like, my team didn't play. Both your teams lost and a lot of the other games sucked. This is going to be an interesting week. For how good's footy? Brave of, brave of you to speak, Tom. After your yep. disgusting actions on the weekend. <laughs> oh yeah, we'll get to that. We'll fucking get to that. You're not the only I... one who acted disgustingly, by the way. Oh. There was another listener, someone who really fucking cooked it. A Saint Kilda man. Oh no, yeah, no, that's worse than anything I've ever yeah. done. Uh, mm. yeah, actually, you know, absolutely, that I've is never absolutely worse. On my own team. Yep, it's worse. Uh, so in the seven layers of hell, Tom. Um. A listener of the show, Jake, I'll name names, uh, is at the very bottom, TC'd against his beloved Saints. Ugh. And uh, Tom, you're a couple of levers, levels above that, but still very much in hell. That's Fuck okay. You. I'm happy to be in hell pissing on Jake, who's below me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Welcome to All piss right. hell, Jake. <laughs> uh, we'll get to Jake's actions a little bit later in the episode, um, and what you've done, Tom, later in the episode also. But let's start... This week's episode, by talking about the first serving of toast, uh, Friday night, Melbourne took on Brisbane, and Melbourne won. Magic time. Mm, At magic Giant time. Stadium. Mm. In front of, uh, I don't even know what the crowd was. Um, Channel 7's audio department would have you believe it was 100,000 strong at the <laughs> MCG. <laughs> it's saying that, that they put the crowd noise in while there is a crowd there. Like, I get doing it when there's no one there, but... yep. Jesus. We didn't catch on to it immediately. No. But then, maybe towards the back end of the first half or early second half, we noticed that they were they were juicing. They were juicing yeah, they the were, crowd. There, there was a behind that got cheered. Yeah. Someone's hand someone's hand on the dial slipped and they didn't quite nail it or they didn't fade it out properly. It just dropped out and it was like, oh, oh okay. This is what it's going <laughs> to <Yeah>. be. <laughs> yeah. Crowd juicing scandal. Disgusting. Biggest yeah. scandal to rock the AFL in 10 years. I can't think of another. Yeah. yeah. Um, Brisbane lost 22 points, I believe. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 Cool. Next game. Um, yeah. I mean, if you want. 
Nah, look, uh, Brisbane, we were up by 20 points at halftime. We had a really good first half. It was so reminiscent, I think, sorry, Tom, of the grand final last year. You know, that's, um, that's fair. I can see shades of that. We're, you know, we're up by 20. We should have probably been up by maybe five goals. Could have even been six goals. We were kind of belting them in a lot of key areas. And um, then just sort of took the foot off the pedal. And they kind of came out pretty hard. And then the actions of an insipid little fucking worm of a captain, Dane Zorko, <laughs> punched somebody. It was like, to be honest, it was probably Zorko's hardest punch that he could throw. So it was like, you know, wind passing fucking McDonald's <laughs> face. Even so that he just like helped Zorko onto his feet and laughed at him, basically. It was like that, nothing. Look, I, I did like that aspect of it. McDonald laughing at him being like, mate, you're about to have a, a couple of weeks off, champ. Well, I think you could probably look at it and go, insufficient force, surely. Like, there's nothing in that. <laughs> However, deserves a week for stupidity. Should have given yeah. him more. I'd have probably given him the rest of the season. <laughs> just and to sort his head team. out. And just- um, yeah, actually, he should be like, Dane, you can play next week, but you have to forfeit the captaincy. Oh. Yeah. Uh, very disappointing. He did kick an awesome goal about two minutes after that. Yeah. He really owed the team one. But yeah, no, that kind of changed the momentum. Um, it just gave away a couple of silly goals that let Melbourne back into it and got them sort of cooking. And then, I don't know, I thought Brisbane would lift in the last quarter, but they kind of didn't. Don't yeah, know. they almost didn't really show up in the last quarter. Yeah, in the second half, they kind of just... Didn't really fire much of a shot, which you could say the yeah. same for Melbourne in the first half. It was a game of halves, really. There was, so it's one yeah. of those ones where, like, as a Melbourne fan, get excited because you've only lost one game for the year. But I don't know, like, you got comprehensively beaten in the first half. So it's not like Brisbane don't come out of that game without any sense of hope. Like, we look at that and no. go, hey, when it works, we're fucking red hot. When it doesn't, yeah, we get shown up. Um, Hipwood was awesome early. He could have had like three or four goals at quarter time. He was killing Stephen May. So there's little positives in it. Oscar McInerney looked yeah. cooked by the end. He needs the bye. A few of them need the bye. Lockie Neal shouldn't have played, I don't think. He was pretty rusty um, and pretty fired up too. Lockie Neal almost falls into the same category as fucking um, old mate from West Coast against Essendon. Oh, Elliot Yo. Elliot Yo. Yeah, yeah like why, why bring him back? I, yeah. Like this is another thing. I kind of... I get that Lockie Neal's obviously the braining Brownlow medalist, but the guys miss like eight or nine weeks. Yeah. Just come back through the VFL. Like, is it the end of the world? Is it too demeaning to a star player? I don't know. Just try and get through a full game because he looked Kick really rusty and Lester was the same. Play him in the fucking VFL because he well, just pinged he- his hamstring again. Yeah. That was uh, the weird one. I, I get with, with a Neal and like, so it's the same with like Dangerfield's expected to come back this week or like if Patrick Cripps was down, those kind of players, they come back in because of who they are. Yeah. Mm. Lester is a senior player with a soft tissue injury. I would have not brought him back. Like I get why, you know, structurally they want to keep eh. him in, but I just think, and I know you're not a fan of him, but it just yeah. seems like a weird choice <laughs> when he's an old bloke weird with hammies. Picked up. Tom, where did you get that information from? Uh, I've, I've seen that um, that fan club that Sean started called "Fuck You, Ryan Lester." My name's Sean Carney. <laughs> no, you remember uh. when? Remember when it was? I think it was his one fiftieth, and you said, "Sean, just give him a chance." And I said, "You know what? I've turned the corner. I'm going to get behind him." And then he did his hamstring, and this is his first game back, and he did his hamstring again. Disappointing. Bad week to bring him back because he's just slow. Like it was a really slow. That's what I saw yeah. in the second half. Melbourne just opened Brisbane up and moved the ball so quickly. The back line didn't have a chance. They're yeah. too slow. 
Noah yeah. Answorth should be back soon. So after the bye, it should be good because I think we're going to get back. Like Lockie Neal will obviously be better for it. He'll have a bit of a break. Um, and we should get back Barry, Answorth, Jack Payne. So there's a Jesus few. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Next time, I-, I look forward to hopefully playing Melbourne again in the finals because yeah. they gave us a fair whack in the second half, but I don't really fear Melbourne. Like I, I think Brisbane have the tools to beat them. Yeah. That's yeah. exciting. I think, I think yeah, like the thing about Melbourne is – the positive for them is that, you know, they were shit and then came good. They need to be wary of that, I guess, going forward. Yeah. But, I mean, Jesus, when the ball's fast in that forward half and they are goal side, they are fucking scary to watch with guys like Pickett and Petrarca and even the five-head himself, Bailey Fritch, running around. <laughs> Someone on Twitter was saying he looks like he has a real estate portfolio. Yeah, but Fritch, Fritch wasn't that good. Pickett was good, and I think that you combat that with Answorth. Like, Answorth just has to play. Otherwise, you get situations where Pickett, like, because it's like Starsevich has to play on Fritch, right? So then, yeah, like, at certain points, Pickett's got Birchall or Leicester or fucking, you know, it's just, it's too slow. They need to tighten that up. And I, I think in the same way that Melbourne got a bit of a reality check against Adelaide, Brisbane, after winning seven in a row, kind of needed this kick up the ass, and hopefully they just tweak a few things. I haven't lost yep. any hope. I still think Brisbane's a huge chance. Absolutely. Yeah, sick. Um, well, rather than looking at the next couple of close but relatively dog shit games, let's come back to those, and we might as well just carry on through to Saturday night, where Essendon took on Richmond at Optus Stadium, hellhole itself, and uh, got rolled by 39 points. How are you, buddy? Yeah, bad. Really bad. Um... I changed my tip late. I went with the boys. <laughs> and then I didn't message you, Joel, because I didn't want to dishearten you five minutes yep. into the contest. But I messaged Tom and said, hey, Tom, things I've just learned. 40 seconds before the game starts, you can't change your tip. Because I tried to change <laughs> back to Richmond. <laughs> and then um, they kicked two goals. And I think I messaged Tom and said, Tom, I think this game's already over. But then things happened. Magic happened. Well, Magic happened. We, so... The reason that this game was so disheartening is because we were 20 points down pretty much from the start of the game till three-quarter time. But 20 points isn't enough for me to be like, we're out of this, obviously. But, like, you know what I mean? Like, there's some teams where if you put them 20 points down, like a Carlton, for instance, you're probably not going to back them to come back from that. That's the magic number oh. for Carlton, but we'll get to that. Uh, that's true. Um, maybe not Not Carlton. in the last maybe- quarter, though. No, I because be- I watched the Carlton game, and they were down by about five, and I thought... There's five minutes left. If this is Essendon, I still believe magic can happen, yeah. whereas Carlton, I'll just fall asleep. If Essendon are down by five points and there's five minutes left in the last quarter, Essendon could win by three goals or lose by ten. Yep. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, but yeah, basically what happened was uh, in the back half of the third quarter and the start of the fourth, Essendon fucking fired it up big time and came back from 30 points down to get two points in front. And this, Sean and listeners, is where the Tom Reed effect comes into play. <laughs> so, cast your mind back to last week. I know it's a really long time. Um, Tom obviously had totally forgotten where this exact thing happened to Richmond. Uh, they were I didn't up watch quite that game. comfortably. I didn't, I didn't care about and, that game. Yeah, but you're in this fucking podcast, Tom. You know what happened. Yeah, I guess. Don't interrupt <sighs> again, Tom. You're on trial here. Every fucking where week Adelaide. Shut up, Tom! <laughs> Where Adelaide came back against Richmond, kicked like six in a row or something, and then Richmond just flexed their muscles and blew them away. Essendon hits the lead, two points up. Tom, uh, Richmond then kick a goal. So Richmond are now four points up. Tom sends a disgusting message, uh, which, look, 
Maybe if you're a Geelong supporter and you get this message, you're like, oh yeah, of course, I'm still very confident. I break for Essendon, Tom, and you were watching an Essendon game. This is a fucked thing to send me. You send me a message that says, I can't believe I have to fucking find this filth again. Where is it? I know I've got it. (laughs) Here it is. When Richmond have hit the front again with 15 minutes left in the game. Stacks of time left. Tom messaged me, you've got them. Oh, I replied with Tom respectfully shut the fuck up and then Richmond kicked another goal and then Sean said that goal was for you Tom you stupid fucking cunt and he's right it was for you Tom because you are a stupid fucking cunt for sending that (laughs) Uh, then Richmond kicked another goal so then all of a sudden they're like two and a half goals up and then I... I'd stayed pretty calm, but at this point I sent one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten messages in a row. Uh, that goal was 100% for you, Tom. Do you not remember last week? I'm going to kill you. <laughs> Richmond did exactly the same thing against Adelaide. Fucking cunts. I keep opening and closing KO. I can't handle it. It only stays closed for about three to four seconds, though. Tom, I am going to fucking murder you. Um, and in that period of time, I think at the end... Uh, Richmond, yeah. Look, the game ends with Richmond kicking seven goals in a row and beating Essendon by 39 points. We totally ran out of gas, which is fair. We are a young club. And Richmond are disgustingly one of the best teams in the AFL and have been for the last five years or so. Yeah. I just want to circle back to you've got them, Gate, with yeah. Thomas Reid. You've yeah. got them. Nah, Sean, don't be one of those fuckheads who puts Gate on the end of things. You're the fuckhead in this situation, Tom. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe, I can't believe I'm getting pilloried here for just trying to support my friends and their football teams. But Tom, as like it would have been last week, every week really, we've talked about you can't make those comments, particularly about Essendon or even Brisbane. Joel and I don't have that built-in arrogance that you have. No. Remember when I said to Joel when he was, I think it was when you were playing North Melbourne, I said, Joel, yeah. I'll, I'll let you know when it's over. And it was when there was about three minutes left and they were up by eight goals. Yeah. That's when you can say, you've got them. Yeah. Not when uh. they're down by under a goal with 13 minutes of game time oh, left. I thought the heaps of time left and the goal that Richmond That's had the worst was thing like, that could happen. But the goal that <laughs> Richmond had kicked was like arsy. Like they hadn't, it was kind of fluky. That's every goal they kicked. Free kicks. And I thought, you've got them. You're playing better than them. You just... <sighs> it's a real letdown. Yeah. Disgusting. Disgusting, th- arrogant behavior. Yeah. For the longest part of the weekend, it was the very worst thing associated with this show. It was. But then... Yeah. Well, Which doesn't make actually- sense because this other thing happened before my thing. Did so it? it would have been yeah. the worst event for the oh, weekend did it really? had this, had this <laughs> other thing not have happened as oh, well. fuck. Powerful. I think what happened is uh, the other thing that happened, which we'll get to when we talk about the rest of the other games, uh, had rolled into the Essendon Richmond game, so I was uh, for- I forgot about it for a while. Yep. But yeah, no, look, fair. Essendon. No, there was a few highlights. Uh, Darcy Parish broke the possession count record for the Essendon Football Club. He had forty-four touches. Um, he also had one hundred and sixty fantasy points. Thank you very much, Darcy Parish. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's getting to the point now where Darcy Parrish's season has been so good that bar an injury, and if Essen stay competitive, he's going to be, like, top five in the Brownlow. I mean, there's a, yeah, a huge chance. He's either that or he's going to, I guess, go all-Australian midfielder, surely. Like, who's the only issue with Parrish, I guess, is Essendon have lost games. 
and Merritt will probably take votes off him as well. Yeah, Merritt yeah. will. Who else? Who else in that team is going to take votes? Oh, McGrath, but not anymore. Sadly. Yeah, not anymore. Because uh, McGrath, that's that's one of the other bombers that came out of this. But another thing, another positive is um, Nick Cox played his best statistical game. Uh, did he get the rising star? He's done. He did. Yeah. Had yes. To. Good. There's an ad playing, and I can't make it stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just turn your phone off. Fuck's sake. Uh, yeah. So those are, that's two two big things. And Nick Cox is so fucking good. Um. Yeah, that run of like top ten picks we've got are all really firing. Yeah, um, I saw a fuckhead Facebook page today that clearly just hates accident. Uh, said, "Is Archie Perkins the worst top ten pick in the last decade?" And I was the like, fuck? "That's yeah, j- just ridiculous." Can we? This this is actually a nice segue into potentially the next game we talk about. But the way the AFL media and people treat 18 and 19-year-old kids is insane. Mm. And I don't know why it continues when one of the highest profile people of that category in Tom Boyd retired at 22, 23 because of all of this shit. And where Jack Watts has spoken publicly about all the issues he had. got, Like, there have been so many high-profile stories and players talking about, and there's been this massive thing in the last few years talking about, like, the mental health and well-being of players. Yeah. Why there is still this massive thing on, like, you're the number one pick or if you're in a top 20 pick, you have to come in and you have to be Matt Rowell or you have to be Sam Walsh. And not all of them well, are. even Matt Rowell hasn't fought. Like, I mean, Matt Rowell is very much in a, like, scary spot at the moment. Well, his body's just fucked him over from being the jet we all know he is. Hmm. But it's like, it, the big thing is, is, is like for weeks now, every week there was articles like, and the worst the worst culprit and the man who was an asshole about Tom Boyd in um, Damien Parasite Barrett um, hmm. is, is also leading the chorus with this, especially lately with going after like every week demanding why Bevo isn't playing Jamara. <laughs> and Bevo's like, because he's, 18 and we want to wrap him in cotton like because they're not playing him yet because yeah. why would you like just it's it's they're kids at the end of the day they're 18 and 19 year old kids if they're getting games fantastic if they're playing well fantastic but you can't expect them to come out and be Sam Walsh or Nick Rewald or the the ones out of the box sometimes like I didn't Archie Perkins has played some decent games and he's also run out of gas at times and you go, yeah, he's a young kid. Like, just fucking calm the fuck down. And this connects to, to the, the treatment that I think Max King has had over the last three or four weeks has been fucking disgusting. And hearing for the commentary for his game, Lion and I want to say Brown might have been Brownie. Yeah, it was brownie. They spent the whole. There was more than there was. There's 44 players on that field. They spent so much of it just bagging him out. And I understand he's got a bit of the yips. Do you know what probably doesn't help him is all of that fucking nonsense. I don't understand how we can, on one hand, be like we care about the mental health and well-being of our players, and in the other hand, behave like fuckheads. He's got a back injury too, King. Yeah. Mm. <sighs> Sorry, I don't think the St. Kilda Football Club is doing him any favours, though, with, like, that Matthew Lloyd thing going public. Yeah. I mean, that's not really anything, but it's just, like, surely at this point, you're just kind of trying to give him as much help as you can. The Saints are a shit show at the moment. Yeah. And, hey, 
their supporters are also a shit show at the moment, Sean. Or at least one in particular. Yeah. Uh, so, Jake, uh, who is a very avid St. Kilda supporter, loves them to death. Or so he claims. This week rolled in and was like, I've TC'd, I want the point. And I said, Jake, this is disgusting. Um, I hope the 30 pieces of silver, a.k.a. the one tipping point, are worth it to you, uh, Jake, a.k.a. Judas. Um, <laughs> and I was like, you're going to get to a point where St. Kilda are just like, going to take a shot after the siren to win the game, and they're going to feel the lack of belief in the air and just spray it. And, boys, that's what happened. That exact thing almost happened. Yeah. And, Jake, it's your yeah. fault. It's your fault, Jake. Because I'm not blaming the players. It's Jake's fault. Yeah. Joel, there's an email in the inbox that maybe wants to be read now. I'll get it up. This is from Jake. Uh, So Sydney won, um, and I made sure to just check in with Jake afterwards and was like, enjoy your tip, mate. And um, I I hope he did. But he sent us an email. Subject, I need to atone for my sins. Yeah, just fucking hell. Big Should time be emailing game. us. I, I'm pretty sure our email yeah. handle is an at stkildafc.com.au. Or <sighs> at the church. Send it to Gary Ablett Jr. <laughs> I'm pretty sure our names aren't Max King or Jack Higgins, Look, Jake. Jake starts his email. Boys, I fucked up. In a moment of weakness, I TC'd against my saints and tipped the swans. Poor perform- Oh, Jake, don't- Okay, he immediately goes into describing why he thinks he's this- Like, why this is a good idea. No, Jake, own it. Needs to atone, but here's my reasons. What a- what a oh. Can I just say, this no. is feeling very much like a footballer saying, I'm sorry if I offended you. So, you know what? Don't read the rest of the email out. I don't want to hear from Jake. Mm, and he's there I'd, to think. Tom, I think, yep. I, I think I want to hear it. Okay, all right. Yep. All right. Uh, this is disgusting poor performance over the last few weeks had me rattled when I put my tips in on Monday it felt wrong I'm not even close to the top spot now is not the time to be tipping tipping safely he put him in on Monday one game ahead of Tom see he's had a whole week to I thought it was like a snap decision but he's done it early premeditated TC and and again he's just pointed out he's near me we're not fucking challenging anybody Oh, that's really disgusting. If you're damn with me, you can always tip with your heart. That's damn straight you can. Joel, continue. I should be tipping upsets. Now is the time to be tipping with my heart, not my head. Now, Jake, again, this sounds like you're backing your decision. You think that it was a sensible tip to make. Jake, in no world, you you got the tip right, but it's still the fucked choice. At what cost, Jake? At what cost? <sighs> i tell you what, it's... I've got a new goal now, boys. I don't know where Jake sits in on the tipping ladder. I don't know where I sit on the tipping ladder. I'm not going to win. We know this. I'm going to beat <laughs> Jake. I'm going to show him that believing in your team is better. Jake continues. In the lead up to the game on Saturday, I thought multiple times about switching back to my boys, but I didn't. I justified it to myself that based on past performances, my boys would let me down again. Jake, this is very much an eye for an eye situation and you make me sick. Tom, he's one ahead of you at the moment. Oh, I wonder which one that is. Yeah. Oh. Jake, I'm coming for you, mate. Oh, God. I'm not going to win any footy tipping competition, but I'm going to beat you, and that's, <laughs> well, that's sad for you. But my boys didn't let me down. 
They put up a fight. We could have won at a couple of points in the last quarter, but my disbelief let us down. Joel, in the Discord, you asked me if the one point was worth it. Driving home from work, I felt sick. (laughs) This was my fault. Yep. And now I need to atone for my sins. For my crime of TCing for a tip, I've changed all of my tips the rest of the round to the underdog. Tom, I need you to use your admin privileges and remove this point and any others I get this round. I deserve no points. I pledge from now on to never tip against the boys. Yours in shame, a TC. No. So that's Luke wants me to remove this point. Now, here's the thing. If I do that, you don't learn your lesson, Luke. You don't mm. look at that point every day and know that that point is a point of betrayal. So I'm not using my admin privileges to remove that point because that needs to serve as a reminder Good. of your shitty behavior. And I hope you improve here on out. You don't commit a massacre and then erase it from history and feel like everything's okay. Disgusting. It's real bad. I hate it. Jake, Judas didn't give the 30 pieces of silver back. Damn straight. Jake, your punishment is to wear that one point and just know that forever you will now be a TC. And you had an entire week to take this back. That's despicable. Can I bring up something um, interesting just from this game as well? So we've talked about Max King and Jake uh, Jack Higgins copped a lot of heat from commentators and people. And the AFL media used the, the headline Missy Higgins um, because he kicked one six. Mm-hmm. Now- yeah. Interesting to note that he kicked one six and everyone's like, that's the worst thing ever. I hope he never played. Like, just are going to town on a kid who's, I think, 21. Um, mm-hmm. And if we, f- just to remind everybody, 18 months ago, he had brain surgery because he effectively had an aneurysm, right? And uh, a blood clot on his brain and it required brain mm-hmm. surgery. So just, just bear that in mind. He's a young kid with brain surgery. So they're doing this to him. Aaron Norton on Sunday afternoon kicked one goal five. Oh, not Tex a great two goals six, right? Aaron Norton made the AFL McDonald's Channel Seven Team of the Week because he kicked one five. Higgins had more possessions, more marks, and more fantasy points, and kicked one extra behind. Tom Norton's team won the game, and they're second on the ladder. St Kilda are under pressure; their season's on the line. He kicked one goal six; they lost the game. Yeah, but Aaron Norton's one five. What's how does he got maximum coaches votes? He's probably the best player on the ground, nearly. He probably didn't make the team of the week because who took his spot? Zach Bailey, who kicked four goals straight. So it's just little things like that. The really bad thing is the Missy Higgins headline yeah. from AFL Media, which is just the AFL. It's AFL House. So yeah. that's that's pretty shitty. Other than that, you're still allowed to comment on a player. I would comment like that every week if a player's inaccuracy costs you the game. It happens all the time. Yeah. Uh, it's, no, just, abs- it's just the handling of it. Correct. The, it's the Correct. pile on. Yeah. There's a way to go about it, and I think people forget that these are people. Yeah, sometimes. definitely. And we're, yeah. we're guilty of that. Like, it's because the media is so negatively strung, though, isn't it? We talk about this all the time. Yeah. Instead of instead of talking people. about all the good things in Sydney winning, all they can talk about is the guy who missed all the goals. And we're doing the same thing. Well, we do, yeah. But I mean, because that's just I don't that's, know. But that's it's, a society it's thing, really, isn't you, it? Yeah, you get sucked into it. Um, yeah. You know, sure. We should we should be talking about the fact that Buddy's, you know, I think what now, he's two goals closer. Two goals closer yep. to being a thousand goals by to the greatness, end of the year. immortality. 
I still stand by the fact very firmly that it's not happening this year, but that's okay. Can we can we try and get to that game? Yeah. Because I'd love to run on the field. Yeah, big time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. If, Wearing if, How Good's Footy t-shirts. I think we should be yeah, there. Yeah. yeah. If, if we can get to the game where he looks like... The only thing that'll fuck us is if he's like 10 away and we're like, oh, so in a couple of weeks we'll go to that game and he kicks 14. Yeah. <laughs> It could We're going to have to start going to every Sydney game with when he's within 20 goals. Yeah. <laughs> Before you know it, we've all got memberships. <laughs> I will say this. Um, You're halfway there, Joe. <laughs> you got the beanie. I'll get the beanie. Yeah. I've got a beanie too from a uh, friend of the show, Gemma. Did you keep that beanie? She gave it to I tried to give it back to her three times. And she said, no, it's for you. So I'm I've got the Where's Wally beanie. beanie, which is basically Sydney. It's true. We're in business. We're ready to go. I, I just want to mention... There was a thing I was reading today about who, what buddy would you prefer, the Hawks buddy or the or the Swans buddy? Yeah, and they said taking the premierships and stuff out of it, just statistically, he is going at a basically the same rate now than he was then. Yeah, I saw that. It's huge, That's isn't it? Wild for like people see that he's oh he's a bit up and down and is he going past it? But when you look at the numbers, he's consistent. Yeah, he misses more games now though, right? Yes. You'd be missing more games, yeah. For sure. So you'd still take the Hawthorne one because he's younger and fitter, and of course. Less likely like, to get yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so and it's a stupid game. article, Tom. That wasn't the point I was making. And the premierships. I mean, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> compare yeah, them yeah, yeah. and then take away the very pinnacle stat yeah. that there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. other than that, very consistent. Yes, yeah, agreed. Yeah. It, it, it makes makes sense as an article. Anyway, yeah. next game, another game where uh, a key forward really struggled in front of goal, and their team lost. Can I just say to Adelaide, how dare you? How dare you make Collingwood good? How dare you give them the opportunity to feel good about themselves? Jamie Elliott kicked the same number of goals that the entire <laughs> Collingwood Football Club kicked last week, so that was fun to watch. <laughs> um, it's disappointing on every level, really. I just, yeah, look. I don't think any more... I don't think any more needs to be said on this. No, no. I Adelaide so have now faded into bottom four, which is disappointing considering how they started the year. It's funny how a certain host of the show said the wheels are starting to fall off and nothing mm. has gone right since. Yeah. The Joel Dusha curse. Mm. They also got fined heaps for breaching COVID protocols. Yes. Yeah, $50,000. Yeah. And it's yeah. out of their soft cap. Ooh. Put your masks on, boys. That's someone's job. Yeah. Right there. I hope it's Texas. Well, no, it'll be, you know, someone in the one or two people and, you know. Nah, if Texas is a good bloke, it'll be his. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. um, Yeah. uh, I also did say that St. Kilda were not going to win another game for the year, and they've won a couple (laughs) since then. Against who, though? Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, They're on the same amount of points as Acident. That's. Look at the percentage, though, Joel. Don't forget that. (laughs) Yeah. I. A Grand Canyon between us. <laughs> Your percentage is off its fucking dick. Like, is it still above a hundred? Yeah, hundred and two. Oh, magic, boys! I'd like to make a bold assessment. Mm. Out of the next two games, there is only one thing of interest to talk about, and it didn't happen in Sydney. It happened in Perth, and it did not involve any score. It involved <laughs> a certain stadium waking up. And realizing it has been starved and it was hungry for blood and it didn't care the color of the blood, whether it was purple or red, white, and blue. It just came out, teeth gnashing, ready to fucking go. Hellhole's back, boys. This was one of the most fucked things 
that has happened in footy in a while. I mean, after eating a PCL on uh, Saturday night, it was hungry. It got a PCL and two hammies on Saturday night. You stayed there too long. Oh, yeah. Fuck, it did too. Mm. Um, and then... Oh, yeah, because fuck, they lost... Prestia. Was it Prestia? Yeah. And Zaharakis also did his hamstring, didn't he? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Classic. Anyway, so before... Just really quickly, if you're a Carlton supporter... I'm so sorry. Your team is shit. If you're West yeah. Coast, well done. You West Coast Carlton. were missing so many players. This is big like six key players. This I tipped is, them. I tipped yeah. Carlton because I looked at their list and I was like, they should get it done. Yeah, West same. Coast is so on demand. Yeah, but Carlton it turns are a out, disgrace. Yes, correct. They lose by about this margin, about four and a half goals all the time. Yeah, I saw. The, <laughs> I saw the list of games. Yeah, in this exact fashion, nothing has changed. Yeah. Nothing. In three years, same shit. No heart. That's what happens when you pay all your money to a fucking businessman. It just doesn't want a man up. Their team defense just sucks. It's just so shit. Yeah. It's like watching Melbourne last year. Me, me, me. That's the one thing that does give me like more hope with Essendon is like looking how much better we play as a team. And just like we're inexperienced and stuff, but we're exciting. And like there's no clear massive problems anymore. Yeah. Even Stringer's a team player now, and that seemed like an impossible feat at one point. Hooker and Stringer are in the same forward line and aren't <laughs> fucking the entire team dynamic up by doing that. It's crazy. <laughs> Although they love to yell at each other when one of them takes a shot from 55 on an angle when the other one is free 20 metres out directly in front. There's a bit of that um, still at Essendon. Yeah. Yeah, but you're but- never going to get that out of either of them. <laughs> yeah. It's it's less an accident, more in those two boys. Yes, <laughs> Chuck's doing a good job. Yeah, Teague's in trouble, I reckon. Big time. <laughs> yeah, Clarko's gonna not have a contract at the end of the year, so he could go to Carlton and turn that club around. Oh, anyone could. To be the honest, spines there. That's the, the it players is. are there. They're just yeah, selfish, know. selfish club. Imagine this, like Carlton roll into this trade period, and they're like, "We've got a businessman, and he's hot, and he needs to get out of here." Well, I mean, Collingwood's salary cap was fucked. Carlton's can't be that far away. Nah. Especially, they have to re-sign Cripps and, and Mackay. Yep. Jesus. And then a few <laughs> years later, they have to sign Walsh. They're fucked, mate. And also, you've got Doherty. I don't think Doherty's a very good defender either, to be honest. Doesn't really They've play defensively. they three running halfbacks who don't man up. Yep. It's Jones leaky. and Wiedering must just want to punch everyone every week. Yep. <laughs> Leaky is a All good right. description. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, Carlton lost by 22 points. Well done, West Coast. You showed that you probably can still make top eight. Yeah. And uh, you won a game that wasn't in Perth. So, well done. Yeah. They West Coast should be fine. They'll slowly get people back. I'll, I'll be honest. I don't think the top eight's going to change. Yeah, no, that's fair. Yeah. Um, Sorry, next, Joel. That's okay. Tell you what. Look out top four next year. <laughs> <laughs> Top two. Top two. <laughs> Essendon and Brisbane. <laughs> uh, sorry, Tom. Um, Wooden spoon for you. Fuck. <laughs> 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 How did that happen? First one ever? <laughs> Would be our first one ever. We've never All right, There's yeah. no need to brag, mate. Fucking yeah, hell. Jesus Christ. Unbelievable. Anyway, last game of the round. Relatively uneventful game. It started absolutely pissing down. It was filthy, and the Western Bulldogs' white jerseys were fucking diarrhea brown by the end of the game. <laughs> Covered in shit. 
Are you sure they weren't covered in blood from Hellhole Stadium, just munching on every single player on Frio's list? <laughs> yeah, in there the was space one point. of thirty fucking seconds. Is that how quick it was? No, it was literally a ninety-second play. Jeez. In one play, in ninety seconds, Frio got three injuries. Fuck. And they'd already lost one earlier in the game. Yeah. So did they have anyone on the? So one on the bench was it? One on the bench. Yeah, for the last, I think, and it happened like midway through the last. So. There was a fair bit ah. of time left. Yeah. And in that exact play, at the same time, Liberatore also went off with a blood inj- uh, blood roll. Did he come yeah. back on? Yeah. Yes. Can't kill liver. Yeah. <laughs> Only Melbourne can do that. Yeah. Uh, well, you Freo tried Melbourne's tactic of <laughs> manning up liver to stop the dogs, and it worked, but then they decided to man up the Bont instead, mm. and... Uh, Libba then kicked two goals in the third quarter and played a role that he doesn't usually play, but just got it done. Libba's like an AI that learns, so that'll never happen to him again. <laughs> <laughs> there was, um, I can't remember who he's playing oh. against, but one of the Western Bulldogs players uploaded an Instagram story that was them playing chess against Libba before the game. Oh. <laughs> Fucking hell. He's a man of many talents. Yep. Fucking hell. But yeah, so at one point the bench was, uh, so Freo's bench was Cox injured, Darcy injured, Fife injured, Logue injured, Walters was just off. Uh, and at the same time, Western Bulldogs had uh, Liberatore blood rule and Steph Martin injured. Oh, Steph's injured. Yeah. Mm. Poor big boy. Yeah, look, Freo need to do Monday, I assume, because he's the, he's the hero. Um, he needs to go down to Optus and just try to do something to Hellhole because it clearly lusts for purple blood. Tom, mm. you know that scene in the wonderful show Ted Lasso? Yes. Um, where they there's a curse at the club, so they all like light like a little they light a, a fire and a drum, and they all bring like a, a an item that is precious to them and make like yep. a sacrifice. <laughs> Freo need to do like some sort of ceremony like that, but they need to sacrifice something to Hellhole Stadium. <sighs> I don't know about that, though. Like, it, the difference there, though, is in that example from the brilliant show Ted Lasso, um, new season comes out soon. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the issue there is that the, the spirit is kind of, oh, we don't know if it's real or not. Hell Hole is a real monster. Yeah. It's fucking yeah. frightening. And, like, yeah. Tom, we know frightening because we do the Scaredy Boys podcast, new episodes every Friday. Yeah. It's, yeah, it, we should do an episode on Hell Hole Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Special the guest, biggest- Joel Dusha. <laughs> The, the, the scariest place of all, we go down to Optus Stadium. <laughs> all right, boys, protect your knees and your soft tissue. It's going to be in for a fucking bumpy ride. <laughs> they should do a seance. Surely there's a yeah. ghost down there that's just full of bloodlust. We I should email the club and should. say that we football professors slash exorcists will come to the ground and, and fix the fix it up for them. You can get an exorcism degree online, Joel. We've yeah. looked. Yeah, we have looked. (laughs) Tom, time to take a look at next week. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Thursday night. I'm back. Thursday night. The Battle of the Reed Brothers. It's big. It's going to be big. This game was also nearly in Geelong. Port Adelaide versus Geelong at Adelaide Oval. Jesus fucking Christ. Now, Tom. Yep. I was speaking to one Jacob Reed over the weekend, Ooh. and he let me in on some fucking scary information for you. 
So, he hit me up with this. <clears throat> Joel, this coming Thursday will most likely be my son's first full day on Earth. Oh. Coinciding with Geelong v. Port. So, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. <laughs> <laughs> and then I said... Jacob, this is enormous. I cannot wait to meet baby Tom Reed is a cunt Reed. <laughs> <laughs> but Tom, how are you meant to go up against that energy? Well, I don't know if he's got his dates right, because I'm led to believe that l- the baby might be here before then. Mm, he did say full day, so potentially- No, yeah, but I think there might be a full day before. Mm, Look, mm, time knows? will tell. Time but will Tom- tell. I mean, is it outside the realms of possibility that this child barracks for Geelong? Well, here's the thing. The child's going to spend time with its grandparents, who yep. are both Geelong mm-hmm. supporters, and its uncle, who is a Geelong supporter. Yeah. Fucked Uncle and, Tom. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so, I'll, I'll be trying my best. I'll be trying my best. I, just I feel also like think it would be very funny if genetically, based on its father, the baby <laughs> decided... Fuck both teams. I'm going to go for Frio. Brisbane. Um, Tom, I just feel like Port Adelaide took one away from the family. Now now it's time to get one back. Oh, that's big. Oh, Tom, you should have a bet with your brother. And just be like, whoever wins, that's who the baby goes for. Make it juicy, mate. Oh, that's good. That's good. My experience is, though, you tell the child to barrack for a team, they'll wander. And then... Sometimes that person grows up to an 18-year-old who has to wait for their dad's ACL to heal from a skateboarding accident so they can (laughs) wrestle them in the backyard so they can back for their own team. There's that. There is that. I Look, I'd love to try that bet. Tom, just try it. Give it a go. I do not think the mother will be on board with that bet at all. She doesn't have to know until it's too late. Put that bet out there, and if Jacob doesn't take it, he's a coward. Uh, I should do it in the Jacob. family group chat. <laughs> oh, yeah, do it. <laughs> Strength in numbers. Nowhere to hide. So, this is huge because not only is it the battle of the Reed brothers, now it's going to be the battle of the Reed fathers. Two dads facing it off. Like, facing off. Yeah, wow, fuck. Yeah. Just for everyone listening, I don't have a kid. That It's my dad. Yeah. Yes, correct. Yeah. I'm talking about T-Man. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm talking about T-Man. Soft hands Terrence. Softest hands in the business. Um, now, this should be a T-Man huge one. versus the Snake Man. Fuck oh, jeez. Oh, it's big. <laughs> it's big. I'll be tipping Port Adelaide because it's in Adelaide. Same. I'm going Geelong, obviously. Um, <laughs> yeah, our ins potentially this. could be huge. Um, Danger, Guthrie, Duncan, Blitzarves, O'Connor all back this week. Yeah, yeah Tom, uh, is one of your ins... GMHBA Stadium? No. Oh, then it's okay, lost. Tipping, Adelaide, yeah. uh, tipping Port yeah. Adelaide, yeah. yeah. Do you want to know a fun fact about us playing Adelaide, Port Adelaide at Adelaide Oval? No. Not really. I'd they've like to only, tip the next game instead. They've only beaten us twice. Okay, fair enough. And how many have you beaten them? I think five or six. Hmm. Well, you think? So I'm going to take that as like three. a one, probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I've been there at least three times and we've won those three. And I reckon I've watched others we've won as well. Okay. Well, take that so that's at least salt. one. Yeah. So... 
Sean, you, I reckon you're onto a winner there. It's happened mm. once. Yeah. Hang on. Anyway, I, I just said I've been to that ground three times, and we've but, won three times. Like you don't remember you anything, just, though. Tom, you just said you've been to that ground three times, you've won once, and you reckon you've won more than those times. I only remember you telling me that you've been there once. That's all no, I remember. I've been there more than once. Well, I guess we'll, you know. We'll have to find that out, won't we? Yeah. Unfortunately, it just won't be this week for you, Tom. It's just not going to yeah. pan out. Uh, yeah. Port Adelaide. Anyway, Friday night, Sydney take on Hawthorne. Sydney. That's Sydney. a disgusting Friday night game that Sydney's going to win easily. Yeah. Lucky there's a powerhouse Thursday night game. And, Gil, if you are listening, and I fucking know you are, Thursday night footy is the way to go, you piece of shit. <laughs> Keep giving us Thursday night games, and I'll stop calling you a piece of shit. <laughs> You piece of shit. <laughs> Saturday oh. afternoon. Primetime slot here, boys. Oh, 4.15. Oh. The game that no one will see. Frio take on the Suns. Actually, this is like the oh. Jammer Cup. Oh, God. <laughs> Where's the game? Optus Stadium. Oh, Frio. Frio. If they have any players left, I don't fucking know. I don't care, frankly. <laughs> nah, go oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, Jesus Frio. fucking Christ! Saturday night. This is so okay. We've 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 cleared the Frio Suns game, and then we're treated to. Is this the televised take take on Adelaide? Oh my <laughs> god! Is that prime time? <laughs> yeah, seven twenty-five on a Saturday. <sighs> that is just sorry. Where's that one? Kazali Stadium, Cairns. Ah, oh, that may not go ahead yet at that ground. I don't know what's happening. So I don't know where it could end up. Adelaide, Sydney, who fucking knows? Um, God, I don't know. St Kilda, probably. St Kilda, yeah, surely. St Kilda. Yeah, they need it badly. <sighs> Why does this keep happening? Sunday. This is the Blood worst Stand round Arena. ever. There's there's some <laughs> there's some bad rounds. So there's there's some decent games. There's two decent games, and the rest is. What just- was the second game? That's it's decent. Coming. It's coming. Okay. Uh, and I. It's like the lighter side of decent, but uh, right. this game is not decent. Uh, North take on the Giants. Oh, Jesus <laughs> Christ. Giants. Giants. Uh, and then this is the game presumably Tom's talking about. It is. It is. Uh, which is West Coast take on Richmond at Optus Stadium. Even that. A semi-yawn from me. Yep. Richmond. Both West teams Coast. playing like ass. Um, I will go... <sighs> Depends if if West Coast gets some players back, West Coast, but otherwise, yeah. probably yeah. Richmond. Probably Richmond. Oh, actually, that's pretty interesting because yeah, it's juicy for the latter. Yeah, that game was meant to be next week, wasn't it? Correct. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But they were meant to. Have, yeah, okay. Uh, that is juicy for the latter because if West Coast beat Richmond and then next week Essendon beat Hawthorne, Essendon are going to go into the eight. <laughs> yep. Hmm. Juicy. Big. That's a weird place to be. Anyway, um, although I think Richmond will win, so I won't need to worry about that. Yep. Is that the last game? No, the last game is Melbourne take on Collingwood at the SCG on Monday. <laughs> Wait, birthday. what? Oh, right. Birthday. Oh, fuck. Yeah, big freeze at the G, but it's at the other G. Yeah. Um, Melbourne. Yeah, Melbourne, easily. Nathan Buck is going to get fired. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices 
down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Joel, Tom, have we got any emails? Tom, we do. Uh, we've read one, which was that disgusting plea by Jake, the TC. Um, this week, it's an interesting one because obviously, as we have mentioned, that was a lot of toast. Uh, so most of the emails are gloating from teams that we shit on because we were playing against. Um, so it's a hurtful inbox this week. We got an email from Lachlan. We actually got two, uh, who is a Melbourne supporter. Did you say that he sent two? Yes. Yeah, okay. So first draft and what, final? No, it was uh, first draft. Uh, f- first email, they just followed it up, back- backed it up. Hmm. Um, it, it, it would want to be good. Lachlan, halfway through the game, has fired off. I'm currently watching the game while Melbourne are one point up leading into the fourth quarter. So it's a three-quarter time I'm powered by beers email. One that we usually respect here at How Good's Footy, but when it's against a team that one of us barracks for and the result goes in the way of the emailer, less interested, but that's okay. The only I, the look, only the only three-quarter time powered by ears beers email that I will stand on this show is Jordan talking about Port Adelaide being so blind and then having to go to a wedding or something the next day. Yeah. Jordan's blind every three-quarter time. And every email. <laughs> um, anyway, so Lachlan gives us a bit of an update on some of the stuff that's happening for Melbourne and how it's exciting. And then he says, this could be the beers talking, but if Melbourne win this game, I'm taking the goddamn pledge. I'm sorry, Carney, but I'm backing my boys. Fucking go D's from Lachlan. Hang on. Hang on. He's only pledging if they were going to win. Yeah. Well, he's pledged now. Oh, that's coward. Yeah, that's coward. Also, it's a coward pledge. Waiting till you win your eleventh game of the year and then making a pledge. I don't know. <laughs> don't know how I feel about this. There's Real lots- Melbourne. Mm. Cancel uh, your ski trip. But it is. It is a pledge. It's a coward pledge, but it's a pledge. Just on pledges. I don't know if we. I know we talked about this off air, but I don't know if we did on air. Anarchy did reach out to the show 
with proof that they did go through with the pledge for Brisbane. So respect to Anaki. Well done. There is still one more I'm chasing. I'm, I'm trying to look through the inbox now. Someone else pledged for Brisbane, and I've forgotten who it is, and they haven't reached out. I'm coming for you. <laughs> uh, we've got an email from Jess that just says, post Lions versus Melbourne. Uh, the entire body of the email is just pain in all capital letters. Kind regards, Jess. That's the email. Yep, that's the email. Yo, if you could learn a lot from that. Also, Jess, don't worry. We'll, we'll be fine. <laughs> and uh, we got another very brief email, and this is from a Richmond supporter, but I'll allow it. Because much like how, look, we are a biased show, but we understand that the other teams in the AFL do have supporters. Um, <laughs> this is from Chris. The subject is, I'm a Richmond supporter and I've shit my pants. And the subject is, uh, the, and the body of the email is all, all caps, and it just says, Jesus Christ, Essendon can pile on goals quickly. Correct. But, Chris, wait 10 minutes and you will pile on even more. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and finally, and this probably suits the tone of this week's episode quite intensely. Uh, this is from George. She's emailed saying, Dearest footy daddies, I've probably left this too late to make this week's recording, but I'll make sure it's quick just in case. George, you snuck it in just as we hit record. This is fresh. Very fresh. Only because we the have footy- an alert on anytime any time anyone calls us footy daddies. <laughs> the footy gods are cruel. My beautiful, pur- my beautiful purple boys have been struggling, showing glimmers of hope, then kicking themselves out of games, offering us tiny tastes of victory, then squandering it. Finally! We looked properly competitive against the top two side versus Bulldogs last night. And then, what happens? Bam! Low cops a concussion. Bam, bam, bam! Five cocks Darcy, all down in about 30 seconds. Bam! Croden loses an arm or something. And some Bulldogs players. They all look the same to me, but I'm sad for them anyway. Hellhole Stadium and the footy gods have broken my heart too many times. Please help this sad, freer supporter go on loving footy because it is very hard right now. Also... Only tangibly related, but you'll probably already talk about this, but just in case, fuck Eddie Maguire for commentating during Indigenous Round. What a cunt. Love it, George. Regards, George. Big fan of all that. He was he was commenta- commentating uh, last week during Indigenous Round as well. Cannot wait for him to commentate during Multicultural Round as well. It'll be good. Um, yeah, it seems like after shying <laughs> away from him being as part of the AFL media for... The first couple of weeks, they're just parking him in the commentary team. Most days now. Yeah, Pretty it's exciting. Good. It's good that there is such a dearth of fucking talent that they um, fucking drag out Maguire. Fucking Basil Zemplis got a fucking run again this week. I, You know what? No, no, no. Boys, I know how to solve Frio's problems. Hellhole needs a sacrifice. He needs the Perth mayor. Feed Basil to Hellhole. <laughs> Send us an email telling us how we should feed Basil to Hellhole at howgoodsfooty at gmail.com or you can find us on Twitter at howgoodsfooty or individually, I'm at Awkward Trade. I'm a Carney for 55. <clears throat> and I'm at Tish13. And boys, next week, it's going to be a rough episode. Two teams missing, one team losing to Adelaide. I don't know what the tone's going to be like. Why the fuck are we talking about St. Kilda next week? <laughs> <laughs> Kyle Sibley, I'm going to shave your fucking head, mate. Ha 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 
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.